It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. What up, family? Welcome to Speak. You're probably wondering why I'm holding a, a clock. I'll explain in about 13 seconds. You see, today's October 3rd. The NFL started in September 7th, roughly 26 days ago. There have been four hours of Giants football, 240 minutes, but they've only been leading for 19 seconds. 19 seconds. Another abysmal loss the Giants took with the whole world watching. They've been leading for 19 Ten seconds, ten sacks, a fumble, two interceptions. LaShawn McCoy, Daniel Jones play yesterday was atrocious. It was awful. It was really repulsive. Yeah. So now the question that I have for you is simple. This is a question you at home need to ask yourself. Should the Giants bench Daniel Jones? Yes. Ooh. But you can't do it. Oh, but you can't do it. Wait one second. You can't do it. I mean, when you when you decide to pay a dude a hundred and sixty million dollar contract, you give him that money. This is yours. This is for you. You can't bitch him. After what four games? Four now, games. hell, I will say this. He's back. No, no, not back. Like balling back to where he used to be. Yep. What we know him as. And I said that. I said, what happens with you guys are playing around with the money? Should you pay Saquon? Should you pay Daniel Jones? What happens when he goes back to the guy that we know? Mm-hmm. The guy that we know before day ball, mm. and he's showing up. Fair. And, and this is another thing, another issue uh-oh, I hate. Uh oh. They, 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 they fight and claw and argue about the running backs. And then you look at these quarterbacks that get all this money, they get hurt too. Mm-hmm. Right? Kyler Murray got hurt, big contract. Mm-hmm. And then the ones that don't play well, Daniel Jones. Uh. Yeah, bad, 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 bad quarterback. <laughs> We've been watching the last couple of years. Bad, 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 bad. Yeah, oh my God. About three, about three, four, bad, 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 bad. He listen. leads the league in picks. Ah. And he has three touchdowns on the whole year. That's six Jeez. picks. Six picks and, and, and two touchdowns? That's bad. Two bad. touchdowns? That's, that's bad. bad. So, I don't yeah, you, but you can't bitch him. Too much money. Yeah. Can't bitch him. I'm with Shady, man. I mean, especially when I'm looking at Tyrod Taylor behind him, a quarterback that's capable of going out there and winning, winning some games. Yeah. But you can't. I mean, you have given him all this money. What is it, 47 M's this season? Mm. That's, 47? That's 47, fourth no. highest paid. And I'm not just talking about quarterbacks. That's fourth highest paid out of everybody in the national Wait, football. Wait, who's, who's higher paid? Who's higher Osa, paid? Osa. Okay. Lamar. Great player. Great player. Patrick Patty, Great players. And then Daniel Jones? And he's, he's Daniel he's Jones. He's tied with Deshaun. He's tied with Deshaun Watson for money this year. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, oh, my God. So you, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> in a moment of silence, right? So you can't take him out. I mean, I, I know Giants fans and, you know, us up here is like, hey, man, yeah, he should be benched. But you can't take him out. So you got to find ways to try to help him play better. But are, I know you're not surprised. Are you surprised that we've seen this kind of Daniel Jones this I, season? I am. I am. I am. I am. I am. I want to know your wife. My okay. wife. Yes. Brian Dable. 
Mm. Point, the grand opening, grand closing. Brian yeah. Dable. I've seen what Brian Dable has done with quarterbacks that aren't that great. Yeah. Brian Dable at the collegiate level, Brian Dable at the National Football yeah. League, Brian Dable with Daniel Jones. Joy, I am surprised. I know you're not. Joy mm-hmm. said it screaming from the mountaintop. Who's Daniel Jones without Saquon Barkley? I'm confused. Should the Giants bench DJ? No, Dable is a great coach. He's not mm. turning water into wine. Mm. Mm. <laughs> he water? Right. He ain't walking on no water, huh? And, and, and if I order wine and they bring me water, I'm going to accept. Send it back because yeah. that's not what I asked yeah, for. That, that, they that, asked for some wine yeah, and they brought him some H2O, okay? Which you need, but that's not it's yeah. not gonna have the same effect mm. on you at the end of the night. Nah. We want to feel good, yeah. not just hydrated. Yeah. Daniel Jones is exactly who we thought he was. Mm-hmm. Will the world Daniel Jones please stand up? Mm. You saw him last night. I get it. He had a little moment, and sometimes that's all we need. Mm-hmm. But we just want to believe. Just a moment, something. man. Give me Two a drops. moment. Two drops. And that's what he did last year. And everybody fell in love, even though I was the first one to give the Giants credit last year. So we got to pay attention to the Giants. They're doing a little something. We're not talking about them a lot, but they're doing a little something. And then what do they do? Went right back to being the Giants, but it was too late. It was too late. They'd already snuck into the playoffs. They already convinced us they were a good team. They won nine games last year. Nine. Mm. And Daniel Jones was better. Mm-hmm. He was. Let's be yeah. honest. He was. He was. He wasn't great. He was just a little bit better. So we started to believe. And you know who else believed? The Giants. Yeah. Mm. And it happens. Sometimes you get scammed. Mm. You know what? It happens every day. And, and this for me, too, because you brought up day ball. Defense is going to the offseason, and you're like, okay, this is what the Giants like to do yeah. with Daniel Jones, right? You have a whole offseason to kind of scheme for these quarterbacks that you played, played against last year that you might be playing against this year. So... You came into this, this season, you gave him all that money, and you're like, okay, he's going to evolve now, year two, under Brian Dayball's system. And what's showing up is the same Daniel Jones that we are used to seeing, and that is the average Daniel Jones. And I know the Giants paid him because a lot of guys, Shady, are getting paid off potential now. It ain't really about the numbers that you're putting up and all that. It's about what we think this dude is going to be. So Daniel Jones having a solid year last year, Brian Dayball and the Giants is like, okay, this is what we think he's going to be. But if he's not playing that kind of football with leads and able to run some boots and keep it and one read type stuff, he's not a good quarterback. And I know Shady said bad, 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 but he's not a good quarterback. And he showed us when you have to put more on his shoulders, he throws interceptions and he does not make the play, whether it's fumbles or whatever, it's turnovers, and that's on the Giants. But here is my question then for everybody. My question is, this Daniel Jones is even worse than the Daniel Jones we've seen previously. Yes. His rookie year, 24 touchdowns, 12 picks. His sophomore year, I think he had 11 touchdowns, 10 picks. His third year, he had 10 touchdowns, 7 picks. Last year, 15 touchdowns, five picks. I, I, this two touchdowns, six pick, DJ, even I'm shocked by, by but, it being but, this but just, but just read those stats again. Listen to them stats. 24 touchdowns, 12 picks. Mm-hmm. Solid. 11 touchdowns, 10 picks. Lord have mercy. Mm-hmm. Uh, 10 touchdowns, 7 picks. Lord have mercy. 15 touchdowns, 5 picks. <laughs> that, 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 that's why I'm saying like he's an average quarterback and you paid him off potential and now he's not rewarding you but this is the same Daniel Jones that you pay and I'm not saying the same Daniel Jones getting sacked 10 times O-line got a little bit to do with that you know what I'm saying but just decision making right I tell y'all all the time yeah. where, where are you looking at with the ball and it's a lot of those we should sprinkle a little bit of blame on last night on the 11 sacks like we that was historic it hadn't happened since 1987 that a team had allowed multiple, more than one defender to have multiple sacks. They had four defenders with multiple sacks. 1987 was a good year, by the way. 
but not for this stat. Yeah. 11 sacks is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I, Daniel Jones deserves credit for how badly he played, but I, I don't know how many quarterbacks can get sacked 11 times and have a good night. Yeah, and the Seahawks don't have like any great this pass, pass rush like that. Yeah, and the special teams was bad as well. I think, but yeah, the lineman, they, they, you know, had some, they had some tackles out, some guys out um, on the offensive line for the Giants. But also, I mean, some of that is him holding the ball. Some of, some of that is, I'm not sure where, where I should go with the ball. Uh, now I'm waiting, now I'm stuck. And then once that happens, those are sacks. Yeah. Right? So a lot of that is, or some of that is the line, but I think a lot of it is, is Daniel Jones. But you, you know what? When, when Saquon Barley got hurt, I, I, I was so mad. Oh, he's hurt. Then I found out what it was. Oh, it was like a sprain. Cool. Right? And I felt better, not because the, the injury wasn't that severe. It's because let's see what this offense is without Saquon Barkley. We know what it right? is. Nah, it was, but sometimes you got to be reminded. Mm. <laughs> right? Yeah, be, be, because somebody, they didn't think so. Yeah. You know, we, we want to give you just a little, little tiny, little 10 million. Doop. That's crazy for me to say. Timmy is little. But anyway, <laughs> give you a little 10 million, right? And then we're going to let you um, give you some escalators to, to hit. Give you a little, little, little couple, couple hundred mm-hmm. thousand, 900,000 more. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to go over here. We're going to give this guy our quarterback that's not proven, had a, one solid season and, and a decent season yep. last year, and we're going to give $160 million. Okay, cool. Bet. You got the money. It's your offense. Saquon, you take him out. Now what they look like? They look terrible. They look bad. Yeah. And when you can't depend on that run and that type of elusive, strong running game with, with Saquon Barkley, this is what the Giants' offense looks like. But I, I, Ben's saying that. Yeah. Can you get a refund, Joey Taylor? Can we get a refund? <laughs> you, keep saying, you, said, you said $10 million is a little bit of, like, that sounds crazy saying $10 million is a little yeah. bit of money. It's a little bit of money when you're paying him $46, 47000000 million a year. But here, here's my dilemma, though, with, with, what, with what's being said. Okay. It's not as if paying Saquon Barkley more money would have solved their current crisis. Saquon Barkley's not playing right now by choice. Saquon Barkley's not playing right now because he is hurt. So if Saquon Barkley would have been given 40, 50, 60, 70 million dollars, they'd still be, be in the this dilemma. Yeah, I agree. Still be in the but dilemma. you didn't have to pay him yeah. that DJ. much money. Yeah. You didn't have to. My question is why paying? Yeah, why paying? And if you knew, which, I mean, I don't work for the Giants, but I knew, mm-hmm. Shay, you knew. If you got eyeballs and you can read stats, you know what Daniel Jones is without Saquon Barkley. So if you knew that, you just wanted to believe that he was now transformed. My thing with quarterbacks is this. If you have a rookie year, you have a rough rookie year, right? Maybe the situation's not right. Maybe the coach isn't right. Maybe the system isn't right. Whatever. You will give you a pass. It may be even two years. So it takes time to develop into a, a, a really does, strong quarterback. It, it takes time. Daniel Jones had how many years? He ain't no rookie. Four or five. Yeah. Before Daybo got there. Three of them. At some point, we have to see, at least see something that is promising outside of running around. Because we know Daniel Jones had some nice runs last night. He can run. Had some good runs. But, but he, that's not enough. And, and what Joy's saying, just touching back on that, like, like, it was your choice to pay him $160 million. You know what type of quarterback he was, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and even how good Dayball is. Like, for example, right now, to me, he looks like a rookie. Yeah. He's like a rookie out there. So my thing is, why not invest in a young rookie? Let, let him walk, right, and, and trade up. Do what you got to do to, to get one of the top quarterbacks. And I think when you got a coach like Dayball, he could develop him. Here's my thought, though. Like I he's feel, been doing. I feel like now we all have hindsight bias. And James Jones, I'm going to Oh, he's been trash. He's been, he been not that good. But he's been not that good with everybody outside Dayball. Okay. Like, okay. I don't blame Dayball for making the decision that Dayball made. For example, um, before Sean McVay showed up, Jared Goff was not a good quarterback. Y'all know Jared Goff under Jeff Fisher started 0-7. He was a repulsive quarterback. Sean McVay showed up when we saw how good Jared Goff could have been. Baker Mayfield had his best career when Kevin Stefanski showed up. 26 touchdowns, I believe, 8 interceptions. When Baker Mayfield was with Freddie Kitchens or with Hugh Jackson or any other quarter or any other OC offensive mind, it wasn't going that well. If you're Brian Dable 2-5, and you know Brian Dable, I believe you know him well. So well. When Dable shows up, 
Daniel Jones all of a sudden has 22 total touchdowns and five interceptions. Dayball has to think to himself, and I do not fault him for it, oh, this is who Daniel Jones is with me. And Daniel Jones will continue to be better with me. So Dayball can't yeah. look at how Daniel Jones was in all those other relationships, just like you at home when you get into a relationship can't assess how another person was. Oh, this is who they are with me. So right. I don't fault Dayball. James, you haven't weighed in on that. Yeah. Do you fault Dayball at all? I fought, him. I fought Day Ball because that's, 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 that's a really good thing you brought up with Sean McVay. Because Sean McVay came over here and transformed and turned around Jared's golf career. And Jared Goff was playing at an MVP level with Todd Gurley and all these playmakers he had around him. Went to a Super Bowl, lost the Super Bowl. And you know what Sean McVay still did? With his own two eyes? Got him watching that tape? Mm. We got to get better at that quarterback position because as good as I got Jared Goff playing, we're not going to win the Super Bowl with Jared Goff. Right. Or this offense can't. T this offense is not going to be explosive as I want it to be with Jared Goff. You know what I'm saying? So with me, they paid him off potential. With your own two eyes, Brian Dayball, and we watched Daniel Jones play all last year and have his most, most successful season under you. And it was hard. It was some ugly football games. You won some really close football games. It's not just like he was balling, playing out of his mind. You had to de design some great plays. You had to out-scheme a lot of coaches to just get this dude in the right position, not just drop back and say, hey, you know, go make the right throw. And I think that's what they did this year. Come in, you paid them all that money. You signed Darren Waller. You get a couple pieces at the receiver spot. And it's like, now go be a good quarterback in Daniel Jones with not out-scheming a bunch of people. And Daniel Jones has showed us since he came in the league, he cannot. I can't wait to have the follow-up conversation. Later in the show, we're going to say, ask, should the Giants have buyer's remorse? Ooh. I cannot wait to hear what everybody at this desk uh. has to say. But in the meantime, <laughs> did the Bills put the Dolphins back in their place? Dolphins and Dolphins fans were feeling themselves. But after the Bills' 30-point victory, is Miami back in their place? That's next on Speak. Don't forget, check us out every day, Fox Sports Channel, Sirius XM. If you walk away, just run back, family. We'll see you shortly. We got two. What's up, big bro? You looking at Joe. What's up, big bro? <laughs> Hey, college football fans, Joel Klatt here. We are bringing you the best college football analysis every week. Any questions? Then send them into the Joel Klatt Show mailbag. Follow the Joel Klatt Show on the Fox Sports app or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Time for a second and short. Second topic of the day. We got to get to this one because the Bills absolutely dominated the Dolphins, 48 to 20. It was the Dolphins' first loss of the season. Truly shocking fashion because the Dolphins just came off of a generational 70-point performance. Josh Allen, five total touchdowns, four passing. But take a listen to Tua after the loss. It's also very humbling for, for a lot of people um, to be able to, to have the highest high. And then you, you lose... In, in, a, in a manner like this and uh, yeah it's very humbling and it's and it's you know for some it's much needed 
like to a man, to a really good dude, but like it is humbling after you lose by 28 points, America. Joy, you are the resident Dolphins fans, along with your boy. Um, but did the Bills, did the Bills, what? Well, you are. You, not, you want to tag on, like, I, I, it's all right. I'll do the heavy lifting. You are, I, mean, I got you, I got you. I'm a coastline. Yeah. I'm a coastline right there. Right. You know what I'm saying? I just can't claim the resident Dolphins fans, no, but you are a resident yeah. Miami Dolphins. Yeah, you're right. Um, okay. It hurts me to ask. I apologize in advance. But did the Bills put the Dolphins back in their place? Mm. In the division, sure. Um, the, the Dolphins got excited. Mm -hmm, we did. Tend to do that after putting 70 up on a team in the NFL. So you felt good about yourselves, and rightfully so. Mm -hmm. uh, but in the division, the Bills are still, they're still them boys. They're still at the top. And, and so you really go into their house and mm -hmm. win like that. With this current team, it's going to be hard to argue against that. Now, there's a lot of football left to play. Ton of it. Um, they're they're still, you know, right there in the divisional race. There's a lot that can happen, but I think the Bills put their foot down and said, no, not yet. And I think it showed a lot about really where the Dolphins are as a team because they were the number one offense going into this weekend. No like doubt. they had reason to feel good about themselves and the trend in which they were going. However, that defense is going to end up being a problem because when you go up against an elite team that's playing at that high of a level, because obviously the Bills have shown this season to play badly as well, yeah. mm -hmm. you got to be able to match that. you got to be able to get stops. you got to be able to support your offense. You can't be a lopsided team. And right now that's what the Dolphins look like. So I think they're, they're in a good situation going into this weekend after they're playing the team that we just talked about. Mm -hmm. But in the division, yeah. I co-sign, man. The, the 2-5, you played for the Bills. Obviously, I'm a big fan yeah. of the Miami Dolphins. But objectively speaking, man, the Bills put the Dolphins back <clears> where <throat> they belong, if you're a Bills fan, behind Miami. Like, we don't care who else back there. We just know y'all back there somewhere. We don't care who else standing in line. Now, again, let me couch it. Dolphins have some offensive linemen missing. I will couch it. Dolphins, uh, Dolphins have Deshaun Elliott starting safety missing. But I can't talk about all that because at the end of the day, the players on the field play the game. That's it. And they got beat yeah. down. If it would have been a two-point game, I'm not saying none of this. No, no. Last year, the Bills beat the Dolphins by three in the regular season. The Dolphins beat the Bills by two in the regular season. I ain't saying none of this. Mm -hmm. But when you lose by 28, like, I, I can't even say nothing with confidence outside of Josh Allen, dog. Mm -hmm. Bills, dog. McDermott, dog. Josh Allen is 5-1 and one versus Tua. Mm -hmm. Absolute monster. Josh Allen is saying, I am better than them, point blank, period, 2-5. So I got to be honest. I got to be honest. The Bills did put the Dolphins behind them. Dolphins, I think, still have a generational offense. Let's not get it twisted. Number one in points, number one in yards, still. But for right now, they behind the Bills. <clears throat> I mean, I just love it, though. I truly love it because I know who Josh Allen truly is, right? Mm -hmm. Playing with him, knowing a competitor is. So when, when you ask me that, that did, the, did the Bills put the Dolphins back in their place? Yes. Y'all little bro. Y'all little bro. Come on. <laughs> Y'all down here, yeah. and we on another level, right? On a lot, on a lot of different services, though. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to say with Tua, and, and I do love Tua. I like, I'm starting to like him even more. Yeah. Smart quarterback, but even his press conferences, you start to fall in love with him. But him and Josh Allen. Josh said, yo, it's another level between us. Yeah, you had a nice little little hot hair in there, yep. right? Right, moments. But I'm really I'm the real dog here. And the AFC East, I've been winning for the last three years. Mm -hmm. Now it's going to be another four years. Mm -hmm. That's one part. The other part is um, um, McDaniel, right? Hell of a coach. Hell of a coach. But Sean McDermott's a really, really good coach. And okay. I have, and he has his number. Mm -hmm. Since they've been playing and meeting up, he's 3-1 against McDaniel. So as far as the team, as far as the, the, the players and the coaches. And then the last part is on, on offense, the Dolphins are explosive, super smart. Um, 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 great detail with everything they do. Two was a, he knows he wants to go with the ball. All them skilled players. But 
You want them against a really, really good defense and, 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 and the Bills. And all the, the Bills wins, the defenses are playing really, really good, and Josh Osborne playing really, really good. Yeah. So I just think with that matchup, it just set them back and, like, listen, it's levels. Yeah. It's levels. They absolutely put them in their place. They let them know that, hey, this is our division, and it's our division for a reason the last yeah. three years. And, and we just showed you guys why again. And they humbled them boys because I've been on some teams to where we started undefeated. And one game's the way the Dolphins is one game. You got to come back in the game to score 30-plus points. You do that, right? You in a little dogfight with the Patriots, got to play some good defense. You find a way to win that one. And then you put up 70. Right. And as you're walking in the locker room at, at scoring 70 points, you tapping your boys like, we're going to the Super Bowl and can't nobody do nothing <laughs> You know, that, that's how you're talking in the locker room. If you watch anybody talking to the media, they like, we like that. Yeah. You know, so yeah. this was one of them ones like, Y'all did well the first three weeks, right? Stop reading your press clippings, right? Keep your head down, get back to work, because like you said, there's levels to this. And when you are playing Super Bowl contenders and you want to be a championship football team, you cannot look like that against them, right? You beat the Chargers, you beat the Patriots, and, and you put 70 on the Broncos. Ain't none of them Super Bowl at contenders. Right? Am I tripping, James? Obviously, you are the coach at the desk. You coach your son's uh, Little League teams, yeah. middle school teams. I'm not entirely sure. Am I tripping to say this? This was a good loss for the Dolphins. Tua said in his post-game presser, he said, it was humbling for some of us. Mm -hmm. He didn't say it was humbling for everybody. Mm -hmm. He said it was humbling <clears throat> for some of us, implying some people needed to be humble. Yeah. Obviously, they got a lot of young boys on the squad. Coaches young, mm -hmm. literally by age and by head coaching experience. A-Chain, who is, I think, second in the league in touchdowns, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Third-round pick. He a young boy. They got a lot of young boys. Jalen Waddle, he a young boy. Is it fair to say that this loss will pay dividends for the Dolphins going forward? I believe so, because they do got a lot of young players that is contributing and that need to go out there and make plays. And the reason why I say that is when I came in the league as a rookie, we was 13-3 and three with Brett Favre. And I'm like, what everybody talking about this league hard to win in? Like, this is easy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then the next year we come out and it's, we 6-10. and 10. Yep. And Aaron Rodgers first year, and I'm like, where we saw we can't win a game, mm -hmm. you know? So them rookies coming in there, and like I say, even some of the guys that's in the middle of the pack, second, third year, thinking like, oh, yeah, we like that. This is what it is. No, sit down, right? Because we ain't played them patties. We ain't played the Josh Allens. We ain't played them teams that's ready to compete. We ain't there yet. So it's humbling for these dudes, and it's good for them because, like I said, put your head down, get back to work because we ain't done nothing. But yeah. I do think the Dolphins could bounce back from this with what they got on their roster. Yeah, I mean, the season's not over. No. They're going to play them again at home at the end of the season. Hold it up. will probably be a, a very important game, the way that the mm -hmm. AFC is shaping up. But this is why I said if they won this game, it was going to be that impactful. It was going to be that big of a message because of the way that they were winning in different ways and yeah. then coming off of that 70-point win. To go into Buffalo and beat Josh Allen and the Bills, who were at the top of the division for the past three years, would have sent a very significant message, not just to the Bills, to, to, not just to the AFC, but to the league, because the Bills have been like that for the past couple of years. To lose the way that they did is, mm -hmm. is the opposite of that message. We have a lot more work to do. And I, and I think that they know that, and I think they'll make the adjustments. And again, they're going to be getting some pieces back as well. They're not completely healthy on defense, but look, Having a great offense is tremendous and it's very important. We talk about quarterbacks getting paid and offensive coaches and all that, but you also have to have a defense that is, at the very least, serviceable. You can't have the, the field wide open. You can't be giving away easy stuff. You can't let people have historic days on you. And if that's what this is going to be for the rest of the season, I don't think it will be, that's going to be a problem. Like, you just can't compete with, with 
the elite teams like that. Shady, real quick, before we go to break, talk me through the mental advantage that the Bills currently hold, not just over the division, but over the Dolphins. You've been a part of the Bills when they weren't very good, but you've been a part of the teams like the Kansas City Chiefs who knew they were going to win the division. Mm -hmm. The Bucks with Tom Brady, you knew you were going to win the division. The Philadelphia Eagles, there was a stretch in there. Obviously, Eagles, Cowboys, Giants snuck in there in 2011. There was a stretch in there after you showed up in Philly where you knew y'all had a chokehold on yeah. the division. Talk to me about the mental advantage that the Bills have over the division, if any at all. You know, when you play a divisional opponent, like, you know them very well. You know what type of coverage Travis White's going to give you, right? You know what type of coverage X is going to give you. You know what type of passes Josh Allen and Kate Billings he can do. You know what Tua was thinking. So we know each other so well. And I think once you start dominating the team over and over again, it's like no matter how the game is going mentally, we got these boys. Yeah. We got these boys. Close game, we got these boys. We're going to blow these boys out because you know, you know each other so well. And I just think that from the coach all the way down to the quarterback to the team, I think that the, the, the Bills just have that mentally where we're going to beat the Dolphins no matter if it's home or away. And that's what they've been doing. Last year, the Dolphins saw the Bills three times. Obviously, it came down to that playoff game. You can anticipate that next matchup yeah. is going to be spicy as well. Before we head to break, it's everybody's favorite time of the show. It's time oh, for Speed man. Trivia. This one is actually challenging, I must admit. We're probably going to need the jib to get a little bit closer to help the audience at home read it. Prior to CMC this season, who is the last running back with 600-plus scrimmage yards and seven-plus touchdowns through the first four weeks of the season? Prior to CMC this season, Christian McCaffrey, who was the last running back, 600-plus scrimmage yards, seven-plus touchdowns through the first four weeks of the season. Tweet at us your answers, please, and come back and that to is the not, Is that a fake, is that a fake. fake cutout? That is fake. Okay. That no. might be Mohan. No, no more. Whose goal is it? He uh, hit. Hint, 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 hint. He's a Hall of Fame running back. That's the only hint I'm giving y'all. Oh. He's currently in the hall. He's it. in the hall. He's currently in the hall. Oh, That's I know the that. only I know that hint one there. I'm giving. I know that. Tweeted us the answers. Right answer after the break. I don't know who it is. Who it is. You know what that music means. It's the NFL on Fox podcast presented by Verizon. Join me four times a week with Fox on-air personalities and NFL legends. Follow the NFL on Fox podcast on the Fox Sports app or wherever you get your podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, family, welcome back. It's time to pay off the speak trivia. Here was the question. Prior to Christian McCaffrey this season, who's the last running back with 600-plus scrimmage yards and seven-plus touchdowns through the first four weeks of the season? Last running back to do that. Joy Taylor, I believe you are up first. Hint, they are in the Hall of I think, I think Fame. I think in the fame. I wish so I could so before I got... I know it is. Because I'm an honest person. Before I got the hints... My guess was Zeke. Okay. But now I know that is incorrect. It is incorrect. So now that I have the hints, I'm going to say Terrell Davis. Ooh, good guess, good guess. I get it. Terrell Davis. I'm going to be honest like Joy. Before you said Hall of Famer, I was thinking Adrian Peterson. Well, okay. Yeah. Um, now, with my updated information, I'm going to go Marshall Falk. That's Ooh, really, really, really good guess. That's wrong. Try again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that, means that means it's my number. Ooh. 
fucked up, bro. This ain't wrong. This ain't wrong. Don't do all that. That, that was my, that was yeah. my original guess. He won. He won. He won with uh. He won with Marshall. Marshall. Oh. I'm going Barry Sanders. No. It's Emmett. It's Emmett. <laughs> Damn, no, look, 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 look. I wrote it. She did it right. She wrote it. She got six names. Look, I wrote it. No, these are other notes. I said Zeke, and then I said Emmett, and I was like, nah, Zeke. You know what? My next guess was going to be Edron James, though. I didn't think that's it was that. I thought it was going to be That's been a while. That's crazy. Ago. You know what? But but I should have known, no, knew this one. You know why? Because it was on TV. They showed us on TV. It was oh, like, they showed us? It was like five running backs, right? Like five running backs that did this. That Let me find oh, so out we, we borrowing it. trivia. We got to start paying attention. <laughs> it's on TV right now. That's all that matters. All right, family, let's head to Denver because shocking things are occurring as we are in third and long. Our third topic of the day. Got to go the distance. Russell Wilson finally got a W, y'all. Nine touchdowns, only two interceptions, 1,100 yards this season. They came back from a 28-7 deficit to beat the Bears. Bring us on camera, please. Shady, no quarterback has really been more critiqued than Russell Wilson yeah. in the last six, seven months, and rightfully so. But they just got a dub. Russ is playing well. The Broncos finally got into the win column. Here's a question that is important. Has Russell Wilson quieted the critics? I'm going to say no, right? And, and, and the reason why is because they're, they're still losing. Mm. But my, my thing is, like, Russ is playing a, a lot better than he did last year. Sure. Right? I mean, he's, he's, he has nine touchdowns. He's second... In, in, in the NFL, as far as touchdowns concerned, he's putting 270 yards a game up. That's top 10 as far as yards per game. So yep. he's doing good. But we got to talk about 70 points. Mm -hmm. So for us to say that, that he's silencing the critics, you can't because they're still losing games. Yeah. They paid him all this money to win. Now, I will give, give Russ some credit. It ain't his fault. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put a lot of the, the, the fault on the coaching and on the defense. You can't talk about silencing critics when – when you're losing because your defense is allowing 460 yards a game. Yeah. That's dead last in the NFL. 38 points a game. That's dead last in the NFL. I can't sign the critics when my defense is, is getting embarrassed every week. I can't do it. So to answer that question, I got to be honest and say that, no, he hasn't signed them, but it's not his fault. No, he hasn't silenced them yet. There's, there's a lot more work to do. And to Shady's point, you, you got to win games. I'm old enough yeah. to remember when they got 70 put on them. Mm -hmm. That's a crazy number. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm old enough to remember that. Not that old, but I'm, I'm old enough to we remember all, that. We're all old enough. Yeah, remember that? Right it was a great comeback against the Bears. Mm -hmm. But I do got to say, the coach did you a real solid mm. by not kicking that field goal. Yes, he did. You did you a real solid. And, and McDaniel did you a real solid the week before by not kicking that field goal and making y'all a... A, a, a trivia question, okay, for, for the rest yeah. of time. So you got you owe back-to-back -back coaches like a, I don't know a bottle, of whatever they drink, back-to-back weeks. But particularly, particularly this past week, because if they lost this game, we're having a completely different conversation yes. about the Broncos right 100%. now. And they barely won this game. So I, I'm with you. Russ is definitely playing better than he was last year, but. But, but, but he's not getting over $200 million to do better than he was last year. He's getting two, over $200 million to win games and to make the Broncos a Super Bowl contender. James, I'm not critical of Russell Wilson's play at all, yeah. but I'm critical of the outcomes. Mm -hmm. That's kind of where I'm at with it all. I think Joy kind of alluded to it. Like, Russ himself is playing well enough for them to be three and one. Mm -hmm. You right. lose to the Raiders week one by one point, but keep in mind, your head coach, Sean Payton, started the game with an onside kick. Yeah. You lose to the Commanders by four. Obviously, Russ, you know, the Hail Mary made the game look a little bit closer than it was, but nonetheless, you had a lead in that game. Mm -hmm. And then the 70-point game, I can't put that on Russ. He didn't give up 70. Right. And then you beat the Bears. So Russ has played well enough for the team to be 3-1, and one, but the reality is yeah. 
They're one and three. Yeah. And one and three isn't good enough, particularly for Russell Wilson and Sean Payton. I'm not critical of his play, but I am critical of his outcomes. Do you think he silenced all critics? The answer is absolutely not. And the reason why I say that is because, and Shady and Joy touched on the best, he was 4-11 and 11 last year as a starter. You one and three this year, looking like you're going to be four and 11 again or four and 13, whatever it may be. It don't look like it's going to be too much better. But at the end of the day, the bar is set so low right now for Russ because how bad he played last year. He was almost, he was at the bottom of the league in everything last year in quarterback play. He played extremely bad. I don't care about the rust from last year. Any rust that comes on this field could be better than the rust last year. I'm trying to see the rust that came over here to Denver from Seattle that was supposed to be the savior to take this team to the Super Bowl because the defense was built the right way. They had the pieces at receiver. They had the pieces at the offensive line. All they were missing was a quarterback. Whether it was Aaron Rodgers coming over there or Russ, they ended up with Russ, and he has not delivered. And your football team is still losing. We all know he is not a running back. He is not a receiver. He is not a linebacker. They are judged off of wins and losses. And losses Talk about period. it. Period. And right now, Russell Wilson is not winning, and he hasn't won since he got to Denver. So I, I have to say no because you're not winning any ball games. Critics, you win. Silence your critics, you got to win football games. Well, let's talk about a quarterback that is winning, surprisingly for some. Baker Mayfield. America, three touchdown passes on Sunday. Help the Bucks beat the Saints. Tampa is off to a 3-1 and one start. Their only loss to a team that was in the Super Bowl last year, the Eagles. Now, Baker <laughs> had a message for his critics, a shady laugh, saying, quote, right now the narrative of the Tampa Bay Bucks is going to flip. Mm. <laughs> I believe in me some Baker Mayfield. He, he got I do. He I do. I always have believed in Baker. Mm. I, I fervently believe I always will believe in Baker. Mm. Can I break it down for you? Break it down. Baker Mayfield was a three-star recruit, 2-5, at high school. I believe that. His best offer was to his best offer was to the likes of New Mexico. And so he walked on at Texas Tech. Mm. He walked on at Texas Tech. Teams didn't believe in him. He won at Texas Tech. Then he left Texas Tech, went to Oklahoma. Mm. Went to Oklahoma, won a Heisman Trophy, went to Cleveland, has been the best quarterback in Cleveland in the last 30 years. Mm. Left Cleveland, goes to Carolina, gets the dub in Carolina. It was not pretty at all. Got a dub in Carolina. Ask yourself how many dubs Carolina has this year. Anyway, he leaves Carolina. He goes to Los Angeles. Goes to Los Angeles one and three. Not great, but Los Angeles is an overtime away from starting this season one and three. All I'm saying, Shady, is I believe in what Baker has done. I believe in what Baker is doing. That's a squad you want a Super Bowl with. Do you believe in Baker? You know what? Like, like Baker, he, just when we start liking him again, he goes and just starts talking, right? <laughs> he can't just, just just play the game with his beat and just relax. <sighs> anyway. You believe, um, you believe in him, though? For this team, I believe in him. For this team, I believe in him because it's already set. They, have, they still have a really, really good defense. Mm-hmm. You see all the players they have over there? Offensive weapons. Just really, really good offensive weapons, right? You got Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. You know what he does every year. Mm-hmm. So when you ask me this, yes, for this team, I believe in him. You know, a while back when, when uh, I'm very – I'm cool with, with um, Todd Bowles. That's yes, my sir. guy. DC. Right? I played hey, with him in Philadelphia. Now. You know, we've been together for a long time. So I said, hey, man, what the hell are you doing getting Baker Mayfield as your quarterback? Right? He looked at me he looked with a smile. He said, Shady, for the type of money that the quarterbacks want nowadays, yeah. he was a solid number for us. And for what he does best, game management. He manages the games. Right? You talked about Cleveland. He's the best quarterback since for the last 30 years. Yes, Bernie Kozar. They, they didn't really have that many good quarterbacks. I mean, from Brady Quinn being bad to – you know, all the, all the bad quarterbacks they had. So, 
That don't mean me much, but it means something. Mm-hmm. And and watching Baker Mayfield play with the Bucks, he's that. Defense is playing well. He's, he's they're running the ball um, decent. I won't say playing great, but they're running the ball decent. And their and their their wide receivers are making plays, so it works out. That's why I said for this team, I say yes. But overall, I believe that he was a three star coming out. I can believe. I can see that. Why do we always got to do this with Baker? Oh, oh, Why? We don't talk about Baker much on this show, though. But every time, it's always, like, everyone, you know what it is? People really want Baker to they work. They do. Good stories. I Good do. Story. They yeah. do. For sure. Yeah. I don't care. But people <laughs> want Baker to work. Baker is on his fourth team. Mm-hmm. Where was Baker Mayfield picked in I the draft? I think he was the number one pick. Number he one was pick. the number yeah. one. They yeah. said out of everyone, out of Every player in college, All these great players? Every player in the entire college football world, you will be number one. You are better mm. and more valuable than any other player in mm. the entire mm. draft and undrafted well, as well. well. Sometimes they do pretty well also. Yeah. You are number one. He's on his fourth team. Fourth. fourth. Why is that? Mm. I know why. I know why. So I think he's doing great. He's doing a great job for Tampa. They're in a good position. There's a lot of football left to play. Mm-hmm. And let's be realistic. What do you expect from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this year if they continue to play the way that they're playing? I did have them pick to win the division. Mm-hmm. Just, just for they win the division. division? Yeah, I had that. Yeah. Yeah. Host a playoff game. Yeah. Host a playoff game. Yeah. Maybe they win a playoff game and then they probably lose in the second round, right? Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's decent. That's a good year. He did that already. <laughs> he did that in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Baker is capable. If he is a game manager... Right? Mm-hmm. He's a game manager. That's, that's great. That, the teams need game managers sometimes. That's, that doesn't, that's not going to go out there. And we know what happens when the pressure's on. And we know what happens when all the lights start clicking on and everyone starts paying attention. What happens? That's why he's on his fourth team. Baker Mayfield was number one overall pick to Cleveland, won a playoff game, and he's not there anymore. Cleveland! Cleveland! Cleveland was like, mm-hmm. it's too much drama for us. You know how we like to do it. We like to keep it quiet over here. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like what he's doing, and I think it's great. But he's on his fourth team for a reason. This here is tough. This, is, this here is a tough question because Baker could flip on us tomorrow. <laughs> and he could go back to being the Baker throwing interceptions and, you know, head scratching throws and what you're looking at and all that. But I'm going off my own two eyes go right now, Joe. Yeah, <laughs> what I've been seeing with my own two eyes right now. Just love it. He ain't been game managing. He's been balling. He's been winning games for Tampa Bay. That's why, for me, I'm like, I understand they're playing really good defense, but Baker Mayfield has been balling. He has been really winning games. And when it's time to close out games, he's been winning games. The man is 322 passing yards, five touchdowns, zero picks on third down. That's moving the ball and making plays when you have to make plays. This defense has been playing well, but when the game is on the line and the throws have to be made, Baker Mayfield, these first three weeks, four weeks, is making those throws. And then even last week against New Orleans, you lose your best target in Mike Evans. And he still goes out there and puts up 25-plus points and takes them on crucial drives to close that game out, to win that game. When the defense needed to stop, Baker Mayfield drives down there, goes scores a touchdown. So right now with my own two eyes, Baker Mayfield is playing exactly the way the Tampa Bay Buccaneers need him to play. Do not turn this football over. Play smart. Let's win on third down. And they win and they three and one. I know he got to get consistent. I know consistency <laughs> is the key for Baker Mayfield. But right now through four Here, weeks, he three and one. That's pretty consistent. Here is truly why I love Baker. Here's why. Here's why. I'm going to break it down and love I'm going to be done love. with it. Love Baker. I'll break it down. I'll be done with it. 
When Baker was at Texas Tech, he had the best record that Texas Tech has had in the last 10 years, as 8-5. When Baker was at Oklahoma, Baker took Oklahoma further than Oklahoma has been in 15 years, college football playoffs. When Baker was in Cleveland, Baker was the best quarterback that the Cleveland Browns have had in the last 30 years. Mm. So when I'm looking at Baker's body of work, Wherever Baker goes, he is just as good as anybody that has been there recently, not counting the greatest of all time in Tom Brady. Obviously, Tom Brady, I am putting him over here. But But he's taken everybody as far as they have gone. Why can't he stay there? Mm. That that I think, why can't he stay there? That speaks to I think some of the personality stuff that you and really Shady have kind of hit on. But I don't fault Baker for Cleveland moving off of him. And the reason that like. Cleveland hasn't gotten it right since. I love Deshaun. I'm glad Deshaun got 230-whatever he got. On the football field, I think Deshaun is a heck of a person. But Cleveland's not better right now than they were with Baker. They're just more broke. Okay, so but, but why did Carolina move on? But is Carolina their own four right now? Hold on. What, 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 on. Quick question. Why did the Rams move on? Uh, Matthew Stafford. Yeah. Quick question, what, though. So my thing is, yes, he does win games. Yes, he's talented. Obviously, he wouldn't be the number one overall pick in the draft if he wasn't talented. It's, it's can he be consistent? When the lights start flipping on and the spotlights start clicking on you, can you do what you were doing before? That's not happened. Let so, me ask and, you this. And now that okay. you're on your fourth team, I think I, just, I, I reserve the right to see how the rest of this is going to go. Because a lot of quarterbacks we could kind of put in that category kind of as placeholders until you find your franchise guy. Right, you praising Baker Mayfield. Do you feel like he's a franchise quarterback? Mm. Yes. Mm. But the reason I would say yes is, and it's a simple rhetorical question that anybody here can answer. What organization, collegiate or pro, has moved on from Baker and it has gotten better? Texas Tech has not gotten better. Oklahoma has not gotten better. They have been as good with Kyler and not as good with Jalen Hurts. They haven't gotten better. The Cleveland Browns haven't gotten better. The Carolina Panthers haven't gotten better. Obviously, the Rams are an outlier. Their whole roster was hurt last year. But again, the Rams are predicted to have six and a half wins this year. So I can't now. Matthew Stafford's there. But like when I look at it, what organization has Baker left? And that organization has gotten better. What has Baker Mayfield done? Forget college. Let's not even talk about college. What has Baker Mayfield actually done in the NFL? Mm. He's been the best. The best quarterback the Cleveland Browns have had since before I was alive. Okay, that, that bar is under the ground. There's not even like a ground level under the ground. The only reason I can't co-sign that point is there are good quarterbacks that have gone through Cleveland. Most notably, Deshaun is there right here and right now. I'm not, you, what you're not going to do is have me on this television defending the Cleveland Browns, okay? That's what I'm not <laughs> going to do on this television, all right? I'm not going to do that. However, let's be serious about what happens. They beat a, a, a Steelers team. I'm a line okay, Steelers which, team. Right, yes. And, and we can be honest about what, where they were, but whatever. You beat the Steelers team. You won a playoff game. That's great. Then what happened? They faced the Chiefs. And we're a minute and 58 seconds away from getting the ball back to take the lead. Fourth and one rollout. Who's the backup quarterback for the Chiefs? Uh, uh, it might Henny. be Henny. Yeah, Chad Henny. it might have been Chad Henny. Uh, rollout, fourth Henny. and one. He hits them. So they lost. They lose and then the what happened next year? Next year, Baker gets hurt, tears his labrum. Case Keenum and Baker are rotating in. And then Baker is out of Cleveland for Deshaun Watson. So, so if it was that significant, and, and I'm not defending Cleveland, but I'm saying we keep talking. I don't even know how we got here. I think, All I'm saying is I don't want to break down Baker's entire career. He's <laughs> on his fourth team for a reason. Everybody in the NFL isn't stupid, if, and particularly when it comes to quarterbacks. If you are that talented and that, and that crucial and you're the number one overall pick, they're going to try and keep you in the building, even with Matthew Stafford, who had a neck injury. Mm-hmm. In Carolina, where, as you mentioned, they're not winning right now. In Cleveland, where he won a playoff game in Cleveland. Might as well be a Super Bowl. I know they got a plaque up or a, a statue somewhere. Free beer. Okay? Right. Free beer. Right? So, all I'm saying is, can we see some more? Mm. 
Of course. Uh, that I co-sign. That I, I co-sign. I, I mean, but even you talk about his body at work. Like, what, I mean, what, what, what type of body at work? You, you start naming college. I don't even talk about college and the pros. Even professionally. It, I mean, the Bucs haven't started three and one outside of Tom Brady since 2011. On, listen, man. Listen. I'm, I'm just, did you hear me, though? I, 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 did you hear that? I heard you. I did hear that. But That matters. I, but I, I know who Baker made for is like you know who he is, right? He's the number- see the problem is if he was the number one pick overall, I think we would look at him in a different light, right? We look at him as like a a, a scrappy, hardworking player with, with, with a chip on the shoulder. That's mm-hmm. what he is, little guy, been walk on and all that. He carries that. I know players like that, but when we start talking about like like you know franchise guys and stuff like that, like this is the reason why he would be a journeyman quarterback. That's the reason why the the, the the first topic of the day was about Daniel Jones because. He's a franchise quarterback, money-wise. He's not a franchise quarterback on the field. Yeah. Baker Mayfield. He's a franchise quarterback, never. <laughs> and the only time he was is because he was number one pick overall. I'm being, now I'm being serious. Yeah. He was number one pick overall. That made him a franchise quarterback. Until you un- uh, uh, unwrap all that, and now you're not the number one pick no more, and you're from team to team, this is who he really is. So when you say a franchise guy, it's like he's playing well. He's a good plug-in guy. I'm sure that the, 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 the Bucks will probably get them a, a franchise quarterback. And I'm not trying to come at him, but just... You start talking about body at work, and I, I, I take that personal because I have a body at work. You know what I mean? And, I, and, I, and Baker, I feel like a lot of his things is more of where he got drafted at. But don't you think what works for him, Joy, and what works for him, Shady, work against him in the sense that we are, you don't get a second chance at a first impression. Yeah. Baker's first impression was in Cleveland where he wasn't great. But what I have always submitted, I was drafted to Cleveland, so I've walked those halls, 76 Lou Groza Boulevard. Baker Mayfield was better in Cleveland than anybody's ever been. So in my yeah. mind, I don't condemn Baker for Cleveland. I'm like, yo, you actually did great. Because yeah. you did greater than Deshaun, greater than Tim Couch, greater than Colt McCoy, greater than Robert Griffin, greater than Brady Quinn, greater than Johnny Manziel, greater than Seneca Wallace, greater than Jason Why Campbell. Why did move on from him then? What's about? Oh, every, hold on, hold on. Everybody you name ain't good? Everybody that list is not good. But they're, Brady Quinn, Robert Griffin, who else you name them ain't good? They were bad in Cleveland, so I what think saying, it Cleveland. But if, 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 if I get an F... And you get a D minus, but you get a D plus. Like, we, <laughs> what are we talking about? It's right there. We're all what are, failing. What are we talking about? No, he did a lot, little bit better than. We all got oh, I, under, I understand where Acho is coming from because when you, when you talk about him winning in Cleveland and winning a playoff game, they ain't, they ain't, they ain't accomplished 1994. In, in a very, very long time. That's a long time, though. Long time. But when you really look at Baker Mayfield, I don't think anybody up here would say, He's a franchise quarterback, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers should give him 160 million. You understand what I'm saying? And the reason why we wouldn't say that is because we've seen him leave Cleveland and go to Carolina and get benched because his head-scratching throws, like, what is he looking at? We've seen him go to the Rams. He won one game, lost three games, but it still was where are you throwing the football, his head-scratching throws. Now he has another opportunity at Tampa Bay, and he's playing how he was playing in Cleveland when they went to the playoffs, not turning the football over, making some smart throws, and they're winning. But when we talk about franchise quarterbacks, mm. you know what I'm saying? You, you know which ones we're talking about. We're talking about the Joe Burrows. We're talking about the Patty Mahomes. We're talking about the Josh Allens. We're talking about the Tua's, whoever you – but those are franchise quarterbacks that you would pay. Yep. You're not paying Baker Mayfield right now to be your, your franchise quarterback. And I know Shady looking at me like that because I said Josh Allen name in there. But <laughs> it's franchise quarterbacks, man. You He's know a what franchise I'm saying? quarterback. No question. No question. Yes, sir. When, when – before the season started and, and the Bucks. They, they heard the news across the ticker that they gave Baker Mayfield as the quarterback. <laughs> serious. I mean, serious question. Do you think they were, like, super excited? No. Or, 
They weren't. They weren't. I was. They weren't. And that tell you. That should tell you. Tell you a lot. That tell you a lot. You're not wrong. Okay. Well, speaking of quarterbacks that aren't yet franchise quarterbacks, but might be, Zach Wilson, his performance against the Chiefs, it showed us a lot of promise. We're gonna head into the film room. I'm gonna break things down for you like you are an NFL player yourself, and we'll discuss his Zach Wilson actually yeah. proven he should be the future hey, of the Jets. That's next. Let me ask you. Y'all just don't be me all day. Zach or Baker, we taking? We can't do nothing positive today. Have you heard about Fox Super 6? It's the free new game on the Fox Sports app that is giving away $10,000 in cash prizes every week. All you have to do is answer six fun, quick questions about this week's NFL matchups. The questions range from picking winners of games to predicting four-player performances. It's fun and, again, free to play. Play Fox Super 6. Just download the Fox Sports app and make your picks for a chance to win your share of $10,000 in weekly cash prizes. When your picks win, you win money. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Zach Wilson, he did some things that got us excited when you watched the tape. Zach Wilson versus the Chiefs, the whole world was watching. People are saying he should be benched, but we want to bring y'all into the film room, show you what the game looks like from an NFL player's perspective. Lock into this conversation. It should be fascinating. Now, James, Zach Wilson's going to throw a great back shoulder pass Mm -hmm. on this play, top of the screen. Now, what you see right now, man coverage, man coverage, man coverage. Zach Wilson, he's going to throw a back shoulder. What are you seeing here? What excites you about this play? What excites me is really the touch on the football. People don't understand when you throw back shoulder balls, you cannot put it on a rope and throw it extremely hard. You got to put some touch on it to let your receiver or your tight end be able to adjust to this ball. You see the tight end is able to track it, get his hands on it, and adjust to the ball. That's big time right there by Zach Wilson. Now, explain to the viewer what is throwing a wide receiver open mean? Because in the NFL, this receiver is open. He's covered in college. He's covered in high school. But in the NFL, he's actually open on this play. Absolutely, and this is this is big-time quarterback play, right? So, if Acho is guarding me, and we are right here like this, yep. ball right here. Yep. I'm wide open. So, it don't matter your coverage. It don't matter how close you are to me. Ball placement for a quarterback is everything, okay. and that's how you get your We see it open. again on this play. Yeah. What I love about this is Zach Wilson identifies, okay, wait a second. They're going to bring pressure. Yeah. They're bringing pressure. Ooh, so, like what does it. Zach Wilson do? He's heady enough to bring in his tight end and say, hey, you know what? I need you to come in here and block. I need you to come in here and block. Y'all can see the tight end is like, man, I don't want to do this. But once again, you'll see him throw a wide receiver open. Break down this play and why it excites you. See, this is big time right here by Zach because this is Zach wouldn't have did this last year, right? This is him watching film. This is the game slowing down for him and him understanding football. You're going to bring one more guy than we can we can block right here if my tight end goes out. So you know what? I'm gonna bring my tight end bring out. So in. now I have enough to block the guys that's coming on the defensive side of the ball. That's why they back out now. They saying change the coverage. And Zach, once again, the touch on the football, giving his tight end an opportunity to go up and make that back shoulder fade throw. Now, this, this last play is what's most exciting. Why? It's-
It's third and eight, America. Look at the score, 20 to 12. You got to have it. Third down, we call money down. That's when the players got to make plays. What excites you about this? He's going to find Alan Lazard right here, and it's going to be another throw-open type of pass. You remember this one. Talk to me about what excites you on this one. This right here, man, this is why you go get Zach Wilson. This is is first-round type stuff. These three throws we just seen is first-round throws, and if you can get that out of Zach consistently, this team will be in ballgames and have an opportunity to win ballgames. But Alan Lazar is covered right here. There is no other place to put this football than where he puts it for Alan Lazar back shoulder. And listen, the first two throws I told you, it's all about touch, giving your receiver, your tight end a chance to be able to turn and make that play. He knows right here in the red zone in the National Football League, everything is moving fast. It's a thousand times faster down here. Look at this ball out of his hand. This is on a rope. Here's what I love. Here's what I love, though. is on a rope. He chills in the pocket. Normally, Zach Wilson, he gets all frantic. He's like, oh, I'm just going to check it down, get the ball out of my hands like hot potato. He chills in the pocket, and then he throws a strike to Alan Lazard. A lot to be excited about as you break down the tape of Zach Wilson. But as we all know, Zach Wilson has a history of average to below average play. So I don't want to get too ahead of myself. Shady, did Zach Wilson prove that you can win with him? If you are the Jets, can you win with Zach Wilson? Well, hold up, man. You, you just Last block you said how Baker Mayfield got a shot. He, he was bad, but he got better. He was bad, and he gets better. So, Zach, you should feel the same about Zach, right? <laughs> He's getting better and better and better. It work. Anyway. But, uh, <laughs> you know what? Has he earned the starting job? Yeah, can, he, can you win with him? Can you win with him? You can win with, with, with the Zach Wilson from last night, right? All the other games, you, you can't win with that. You, you can't win a series, you can't win a practice, you can't win nothing with that performances. But this last night and the plays that you guys have showed, that's winning football. That's what they picked him that high for. Yeah. Back shoulder throws, throwing it deep, throwing outside, all them type of things, converting on third downs. That's what they picked him for. So if you can manage to um, have him play like that, and I don't even know what that game plan was. A lot of rollouts. He even scrambled sometimes. I thought he, he can move a little bit. And I think he played with a little bit more confidence um, against the Chiefs. So if you can find a way to, to get this Zach Wilson motivated every week and play like that, you might have a shot. Mm. <laughs> did they win that game? No. No. They lost that game. Did he fumble in a crucial moment? Yeah, it did. happened. That did happen. Yeah. That did happen. Absolutely. Did Patrick Mahomes play a very uncharacteristically bad game? Yeah, he did. He played he bad. He so played no, bad. you can't great. win with Zach Wilson. He played great. He, we knew that. The Jets knew that. That's why they got Aaron Rodgers. That's why they benched Zach Wilson mm-hmm. last year. I'm not saying players can't get better. Right. But they're one and three. Mm, right? Not great. Not great. Okay. Not they're not great. They're going to play Denver next week. Uh, w. Who is also one and three uh, on the road. It's hard to play there. You know, it's the altitude. Mm-hmm. Right. Would you be surprised if they lost to Denver this weekend? Denver coming off of a win. Yes, I would be surprised. You would be surprised. You are going to pick. Okay. Uh, Look, I won't be shocked either way that that goes, but I'm going to pick Denver at home coming off of a win, Super Bowl winning quarterback, Super Bowl winning coach. I think that they're a little bit further ahead. Uh, Regardless of how this game goes, though, I think the answer is no. I know we really, we really, 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 really want this Jets team to be a story. I know it. Guys, we're not going to get the payoff. I keep Uh. telling you this. We really, like, we got a lot of buildup. Sometimes you just got to take L's. This is one of them L's. I've accepted it. I accepted it the moment that Aaron Rodgers sat down on that field because I had that feeling, and and I think most of us did. We just didn't want to say it out loud. Now we know what it is. It's an Achilles. He's not going to be back. The story is over, okay? They, They told us. The Jets told us that Zach Wilson was not good enough to play this year. That's why they went and got Aaron Rodgers. If he was even like a little bit good enough, why would they go do that? 
They took him number two overall. Nobody wants Zach Wilson to be. Nobody wants Zach Wilson to work more than the New York Jets. Mm-hmm. Nobody, except for Zach Wilson and his family. What about last night, though? You think that that point last night could win? Two nights ago. Two nights ago. They lost. They lost, and he fumbled in a big I mean, moment. But, but, but he, he had some nice throws. He's a professional quarterback. Like he should be able to make those throws in year three. But all of that play, all of those numbers, and they only really look like good numbers because Mahomes didn't play that well. Again, right. they still lost. This is a game of wins and losses. The question is, can you win with yeah, Zach Wilson? But, Isn't it? Can he? Can he put the ball where a great receiver can catch it? Can he make some plays? Can he get better? Do it if you want to, all right? But I'm looking at the record, which is one and three, all right, all right. right? I think they might lose again this weekend. Let's, let's say, let's entertain the idea that they might start one and four. Mm. This, is not, this is not a story. Yeah. Mm. What, I, what I do love about it, though, and just breaking down that tape, I do love how Nathaniel Hackett said, you know what? At one point, I got to take these training wheels off. Mm-hmm. If we are going to have a shot, period. We might, it might not turn into wins, but I cannot keep the young fella in a box. Mm-hmm. At one point, I got to take these training wheels off. And for him to spread them out and go four wide and yeah, right, get right. into a bunch of formations, then settle him down with some screens and all that, I felt like he called the game aggressive. And if Zach is going to reward you like that and not turn the football over, because he will have some of them throws to where we're like, dang, Zach, what you looking at at times? And that's why Nathaniel Hackett may call the game the way he calls it. But if you open the playbook up for the young fella like they did against the Kansas City Chiefs and he can make these throws, I do think that they can stay above water. Do I know where that takes him? I don't know. But I do think Zach Wilson, with what we seen on that tape last night, they can win here's, football games. Here's my he plays problem. Like that. I think they can win with that Zach Wilson. Yeah. My problem, and I don't think enough people are talking about it, obviously I'm more sensitive to it, the defense. Mm-hmm. If you were going to help Zach Wilson win, you can't get in a 17-0 hole. Yeah. You were talking about right. being generational? Yeah. The Chiefs went field goal, touchdown, touchdown. Yeah, yeah, sure. First the Cowboys, they went 12-play opening drive, touchdown. Mm-hmm. First the Patriots, whose offense is anemic, they started the game with the field goal. So before Zach Wilson even touches the ball, he's trailing. That's a good point. Before he even touches the ball, like he's down 7-0 to the Cowboys, he's down 3-0, and then he blinks and he's down yeah. 17-0 to the Chiefs, and then he's down 3-0 to the Patriots. The only reason I'm frustrated, Joy, is because though Zach Wilson is a first-round pick, he is not $100 million Quinn and Williams. No. He is not $80 million C.J. Mosley. He is not all-pro Sauce Gardner. He is not D.J. Reed. He is, he's, though he is a first-round pick, he has 25 starts under his belt. If the Chiefs played as good as their talent, or not, excuse me, if the Jets' defense played as good as their talent, as Zach Wilson is mm-hmm. playing to his talent, yeah. they would have dubs right man. now. But, like, Zach Wilson played better for himself than the Chiefs' defense has, typically speaking. Now, thank God they got the safety and they got the picks. That's what we needed. That's why that game was as close as it was. But I'm looking at it like, if y'all are going to be a generational defense, you got to be better than 14th in points and 23rd in yards. Well, maybe they aren't a generational defense. But this is why when we were coming into the season and everyone was saying that Aaron Rodgers could just be okay, that they were going to win, I thought that was silly. If Zach Wilson is the starting quarterback, he should be able to get out of a 7-0 hole. He should be able to come back from the other team scoring a touchdown, scoring a field goal. But that's not the game plan. People are going to score points. It's the NFL. Like, 17-0, okay, fine. I'll get with you there. But, like, the other team is allowed to score points. You should be able to answer that. And he isn't just a first-round pick. He's the number two overall pick in the draft. Yeah, but, but, but but the way, like, 
you win games on however your team wins games. Like the Chiefs, they win games because their offense is better than most of the teams. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to throw the ball around. Here and there, defense, we're going to get stops, right? But, but they're not counting on that. The Cowboys, the way they're playing off, the way they're playing their games, we want our defense to go out there and run things, right? In the offense, we're going to slowly do our thing, kick some field goals, move the ball here and there. The Jets, they need that same type of recipe. Mm-hmm. Where our defense is the main guys out there. Yeah. We want to get great field positions because our defense is getting stops. We're putting them in and making punt. Things like that you need, and they're not getting it from their defense. And real quick, you talk about they didn't win the game. The Chiefs are going to lose two or three games a year. Mm-hmm. And I don't think if Aaron Rodgers is there, they probably still won't win that game. So I'm just saying with that type of performance, you can build on that if your defense is balling out from what you were trying or, to say. Or at least be top five. Remember, yeah, my, my, last year it was top five. My concern always during hard knocks was I think the defense will let them down. Mm. We were watching hard knocks, and I was like, everybody keep praising this defense. The defense is going to sit here thinking, oh, we that good, we that good. I think the defense will let them down. You are correct speaking about the normal standard recipe. But the recipe for the Jets and the recipe for Zach, uh, for Zach Wilson is just like, don't put us in a hole. Zach doesn't have a shovel. Yeah, but no. he can't get you out of a hole. Good, your defense is the other team is going to score points. They are, but don't let them score first. Either a, that's usually like our pregame locker room talk. Hey, defense, go get a stop. Offense, go down and get three. Offense, go down and get seven. Okay, but so, if you're a starting quarterback in this league, you should be able to answer three points. You should be able to answer one and, touchdown. And, and in this if game, you, if you fall answer, under though. 17, 17, nothing. Okay, I hear you. That's a little bit different. If the other team cannot score points in order for you to win a game, yeah. you have to lead the entire time. Good luck to you. I don't think you're going to win very many games, which they don't. Zach Wilson, in 26 games, 25 starts, he has 19 touchdowns, 22 interceptions. Yeah. What are we talking but, about? But Zach did answer in this game, and that's the, that's the bad thing about it because the defense had a chance to respond for the young fella. Yep. Holding mm-hmm. on the interception, and then it's third down inside the red zone. You can hold him to a field goal, get the ball back with a minute and 20 seconds. 30 to 28, what was it? And that's when he scrambled. But even to win the game, even to win the game, he, he ran and picked up the first down and slid mm-hmm. you know, inside the goal line and won the football game. So defense got to make plays on, on that. Well, coming up, there are other big problems in the Big Apple, and that is for another quarterback, Daniel Jones. Last night, he had 11 sacks. But here's the most interesting question on all sports television today. Should the Giants have buyer's remorse for their star quarterback, Daniel Jones? Come back for that intriguing, captivating conversation next. I was fumbling, by the way. I mean, a- A-Rod gave a discount. Everyone knows that when you want every score, the best highlights, and the biggest stories from the sports world, you go to foxsports.com. But did you know all of your favorites from Fox Sports can come to you? Announcing your Fox Sports Daily. Fox Sports' all-new, customized daily newsletter delivering the top sports news and videos you care about every day. All you need to do is sign up on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app. And then just follow your favorite teams, athletes, and leagues to get only the news you want. The more favorites you add, the more personalized your Fox Sports Daily will be. So sign up today on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app and stay updated on the sports stories that matter to you. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
All right, family, we are in overtime. It's the most intriguing topic in all of sports television. Daniel Jones, he was atrocious yesterday. He got sacked 10 times. He threw two interceptions, including a pick six. He also fumbled. Y'all, now, keep in mind, Daniel Jones signed a four-year, $160 million deal this offseason. Four years, $160 million. It's a lot of money. Joy and James brought it up earlier. He's the fourth highest paid player in the league this year Mm. behind Nick Bosa, Lamar Jackson, tied with Deshaun Watson, and only Patrick Mahomes. That is how high Daniel Jones is being paid this year, how much money he's getting. But, Joy, here's a question, most important question of the day. Should the Giants have buyer's remorse mm. on Daniel Jones? Yeah. Ooh. But, but you, sometimes you just want to believe in something. You know, I get it. This is a costly belief. Costly. But we saw what he was. They just, they, it's kind of a lemon, right? But you got like new interior. Like I, I got it to the grocery store and back. I, I need it. I need it. <laughs> I need it. Like you're being, you're being scammed here. Getting, you're overpaying for this. You don't actually have to mm. buy this. You could just lease or whatever they overstepped Mm. but they knew this they had all the same information that the rest of us had and i'm not mad at daniel jones get that money i am never mad but he didn't give himself that he's he's getting paid uh, these are three hall of famers future hall of famers Mm -hmm. that are ahead of him and lamar jackson nick bosa and patrick mahomes and he's making a little bit less than those three men Mm. last year right they were two and six against playoff teams seven one and one against teams that missed the playoffs they were 7-2 and two through week 10, and they finished the season 2-5-1. and one. They won nine games last year, mm. but they won that playoff game, so everyone got excited. And winning playoff games is very important. It is important to win, win games in the postseason. But we can all look at that and see what it was. They finished the season 2-5-1. and one. You had a great start, and that snuck you in the playoffs. You beat a fraudulent team, which none of us believed in the Vikings. That's why we didn't talk about them all year. And what happened? So the, you, this is what you signed up for. Yes, you should have buyer's remorse, but it's not like you didn't have all the information. You had the Carfax. You just didn't like, read it. James, I feel like, though, the Giants made the right decision with the information they had at the time. Mm. I learned my biggest life lessons in the casino, 2-5, on a blackjack table. That's where I learned all my life yeah. lessons. You can't always win, but what you can do is make the right decision with the information you're given. With the information Brian Dable was given, James Jones, Daniel Jones, 22 touchdowns total, five interceptions, not only went to the playoffs, we won a playoff game. It's my first year as a head coach at the collegiate or professional level, I can win with this. Mm. I don't know if they should have buyer's remorse in totality. What say you? So you on the blackjack table, right? They, you just got a seven and a four, and you saying, oh, I'm doubling down. You have to. <laughs> you have to. You see, Even you, if they showing a 10. Hey, dealer showing a 10. Even you still if they showing a 10. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is the problem, because he has seven four right there, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dylan was showing a 10, and he like, oh, I think I know what's under there. <laughs> but I ain't trying to believe what's under there. I know it's 20, <laughs> but I ain't trying to believe it. And that's what happened. They absolutely should have buyer's remorse because that's what happened. Daniel Jones, even before Dayball got there, and I know you're saying under Dayball he had a solid season, but even the season under Brian Dayball, is, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Stats-wise, right? They did win a playoff game, but stats-wise, it's bottom of the pack quarterback play. So Daniel Jones has always showed you that I'm an average to bottom of the pack quarterback. And you chose, because he played halfway solid in your offense, to give him $160 million. I'm not surprised by this at all, how he's playing, because that's how he showed us he plays consistently. 
Under Dayball, he got a little bit better, but consistently he showed us he turns the football over, whether it's fumbles, whether it's picks. He doesn't make smart decisions with football. That's who he showed us he, he is. So for me, they absolutely should have buyer's remorse. You've seen how Brian Dayball threw that tablet. Mm-hmm. You were not happy. You are not seeing <laughs> what I'm seeing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then they're going to turn around and say, it's the play calling. Look right here. And he threw over there and threw him the tablet. Like, that's a coach basically saying, come on, man, you're not making the plays or you ain't seeing the right stuff. <laughs> that's and that's Dave how Ball. he's been his whole career, really. Yeah, that's how Dave Ball is, though. He, look, he's, look. He's, he's authentic. <laughs> he keep it real. Yes, yeah. man, come on. I ain't even going to show you. you. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I just think, I mean, you, you can't win with this guy, right? I mean, and last year, he had some good moments, but it's like, I blame Dave Ball, though. Dave Ball done got, <laughs> he done got this dude paid. You know what I mean? Dave Ball that good, he got him paid, so he got to take the blame for it. I mean, but, but on a serious note, just, you can't win with that. He's turning the ball over. He looks like the, the, the old um, um, player that we've seen before Dave Ball got with him. Yeah. Well, who can be blamed for success? Christian McCaffrey, because he and the Niners are off to a great start. But here's the thing. We haven't seen a running back win MVP in over a decade since Adrian Peterson. I believe McCaffrey could be the first person to do it, but does he have a legitimate chance? Come back for a reinvigorated conversation next on Speak. I can't wait for this game this weekend. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, family, we are in our hurry-up offense. Got to go. The 49ers are a perfect 4-0 with Christian McCaffrey. He's a big reason why this season he leads in rushing yards and touchdowns. Last 10 MVPs, they've been quarterbacks. But CMC's teammate, Trent Williams, he thinks this could be the year that streak ends. 2-5, you're the resident running back on the show. I had to look up if you ever got an MVP vote. I was disappointed. Oh, don't worry about looking it up. I did. Don't worry about that. Did you? Yeah, I did. What year? 2013? No, you didn't. That was the year I looked. You, I know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you was the vote. You was the vote. I'm on my, yeah, yeah, I'm on my son. You was the vote. So you think you should be on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally look at that one year. We were doing the production call this morning. I said, I think Shady got a vote. Check 2013. They checked. Yeah. It was like, nah. Yeah. 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 No, they, they hated on. They was hating on you, big dog. But they're not hating on McCaffrey. You giving him a chance to win MVP this year? I'm gonna say yes. I mean, when you watch that team play. I mean, a lot of that is Brock Purdy, but majority of that. Is that office line? That's Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey, he he catches the ball very well, yep. right? So he's gonna put up offensive numbers. And when you want to, you talk about an MVP or office player of the year, it's, it's numbers. Yeah. If he can get two thousand yards and, and have twenty touchdowns, Ooh. yeah. Mm. And then I'm thinking about maybe not even two thousand yards rushing, maybe maybe total, maybe twenty two hundred yards all, all together. Yeah. He's that good. He's that electrifying and. I can't think of a, a more special player right now playing yeah. than Christian McCaffrey. Shady, you think 2,200 right well, 2,220 would be crazy, though. That's crazy, he, though. If he, if he does that, huh. he would have to win MVP that's, that's a lot. outside of. Now, I did get 21 and 17. You could check that number. You could check them numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Joy Taylor, you giving McCaffrey a chance to win MVP this year? I, I think it's possible. I think it's possible. It's, it's going to have to look like he's carrying the team. 
And the quarterbacks are going to have to not put up really impressive numbers because obviously beating out a quarterback is going to take either a historic or just a performance like that, 2,200 Mm -hmm. yards, 20 touchdowns, and that team is at the, you know, at the top of the league at the end of the season. So I definitely think it's possible, but there are, there's a lot of football left to play and we favor quarterbacks. Bing, 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 bing. That's it right there. He has to carry this football team. I watched Adrian Peterson for nine years with my own two eyes. And the year he won the MVP, I happened to be on the Green Bay Packers and played him twice. (laughs) And I seen this man coming downhill. It's different. And I seen him carry a team with Christian Ponder at quarterback with nothing. Mm -hmm. And I seen him will this team to win after win after win the way he ran that ball. So my question is, To you, Acho, do you think the Niners can win without Christian McCaffrey? Here's the answer is yes. And you know what I'm interested in Mm. thinking of as y'all are all talking? I don't know that Brock Purdy is bad enough Mm. for McCaffrey to win the MVP. Mm. When you think about those running backs that won MVPs, you're like, ah, well, he only had Christian Ponder. Christian Ponder, a friend of mine, but obviously his NFL career was not illustrious. When you think of running backs that have historically won, it's hard to win if your quarterback be going crazy because everybody's saying, well, your quarterback goes crazy. Purdy's ahead of him right now. Exactly right. And Purdy has five touchdowns, no interceptions. They keep having uh, 30-point games. Plus, you got uh, Debo out there. Plus, you got Ayuk out there. Plus, you got Kittle. It's not like their offense is so destitute that we'll say, well, without CMC, they wouldn't be good. Everybody everybody your friend, man. How you know Ponder? How you know him? (laughs) Everybody his friend. Everybody's not good. It's always his friend. Because he don't want me to say nothing bad about him. They look the way they do in much in part to Christian McCaffrey. Like they, we know that they're a good team. We know they're a good offense. We've seen them do it without him that, there. That part. But if he's able to put up historical numbers, then I think that it will open and, up. But I think again, I only think that will happen if one of these quarterbacks doesn't do it. And I'm all for another position crazy. winning it. No yeah. doubt. No doubt. I want, especially if it's another position as a running back, I want it to look crazier than Adrian Peterson did. Mm-hmm. Adrian Peterson didn't have George Kittle next to him. He didn't have Debo. He didn't have Brandon Ayuk. He didn't have uh Brock Purdy. So there's a lot around him. Not to take nothing away from what CMC's doing. I hope he's in the conversation. I hope he gets some votes because Shady should have got some votes. I hope he gets some votes. But I seen Adrian Peterson carry this whole team, Yeah, but he don't got to be AP. AP different. AP the best runner ever, pl- ever played. Oh, well, Barry Sanders. But he's yeah. second. AP's the second best. So but, you don't have to be that. But yeah. my thing is, yeah, I think the Niners can win w- w- without McCaffrey. But it ain't going to look the way it looks now. Yeah. No. Man, I, that, that, he got that thing looking easy. Yeah. You do. Spinning on dudes, shaking them up, scoring, running, and catching. Yeah. That, here's put what, some respect on that. At, don't get the most running back now. What he's doing in the receiving game. AP ain't yeah. give you that. AP oh, yeah, he would. Well, here's the thing. LaDainian Tomlinson won MVP in 2006. So he was. But he had 1,800 rushing and 28 touchdowns. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, he was nice. He won my favorite. That's, not even, that's not even counting receptions. Count oh, not counting. It's going to take some work. But you can do it. All right, week four is in the books. It is time <laughs> for Speak Standing. You can tell by the villain laugh who's in first place. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, I didn't know. Is it me? to see where we rank. Wait, is it me? I didn't know. Is it me? Oh, my it's Speak the family. The villain laugh, yo. Was that the villain laugh? 
All right, family, in our two-minute drill, that means it's time to check out the speak standings. Let me get out the way. Please do. Shady had a great week. Joy had a phenomenal week. Okay. And James and I just had weeks. Had weeks. Two, five, 13, and three. What was the difference, big dog? Hey, there's no difference. I'm just consistent. You know, like, <laughs> I've, I've, won I've won last year. Yeah. I'm going to win this year. Uh -huh. Now, James started off 14 and two, but now as we look at the total standings after four weeks, James, I mean, you're not just last. I mean, you're last last. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't it crazy how you bring up that old stuff? <laughs> it's like the Baker Mayfield effect, huh? Mark, like old stuff. I am going to march my way up back to the top. Don't worry about it. Hey, we both got arrows trending down, though. <laughs> but Joy and Shady are trending upwards. Congrats to well, you all. I, I've been up. She's coming up. I've been up. Come on. Ray's on his next, y'all.